welcome back to another episode of Guidepost to the Crossroads. And today, from the book Between the Words, I'd like to open up with this poem called Forgive Yourself. We look amongst the broken hearts to find the one in shattered shards. We feel without, but look within. Let's feel the heart hurt, but cast a grin. If God forgot he couldn't sin, we would be true and stay as him. Underneath the life you live exists the God you must forgive. Now, folks, we're only human, and we do need to figure out how to forgive ourselves if we want a happy, better life. Um, Forgiveness is for you. It's not for other people. So if they've hurt you, that's okay. You know, but forgive them. Because it is what first heals you in your heart. You know, a while back I did a YouTube video on don't shit on yourself. And today I figured we could extend that a little bit. We live in a life in a world where we say we should have, we could have, or I shouldn't have. Or, you know, if we want to pull the negatives in there. And that is such a limiting belief system as we should do something or we ought to. I was having a conversation not long ago with somebody who said, I I stayed and I did this thing because it's what I am supposed to do. You know, we, we need to be careful on why we do things. Is it our thoughts or somebody else's? If you ever been in line at a supermarket and somebody was taking a really long time getting through the checkout, you know, you could say, you know, it's probably not the first time they did this. You know, and you could also say, can't they see there's a long line? But they took their time and they continued speaking to the cashier. You know, and and then your friend could say, well, she's been enjoying the social interaction, and that might be the only social interaction she gets today. So we don't know the cause of things and why certain things are happening. Well, the other day I was in another checkout line, and I was thinking, could that woman possibly take more time? She has done every single thing she could do to be as slow as possible. And then I remembered about that other lady, and I still had a preference that she just not be in my line, as if it was my line. But it was a preference. It wasn't a judgment. See, you cannot know what somebody else should be doing. You can wish what they would do. You could think the world would be better off if they would just do things differently. And you can have a desire that they would act differently. And you could have a very strong preference that they do act differently. You know, and you still, you still cannot know what they should do. Or what they have to do or they ought to do. You know, and why does it really matter? 
let's say you go into business together with a friend and you think that the business would be more productive if they did something. You know, and as soon as you say to yourself that someone should do something, you're you are literally jumping out of your aura and you no longer take responsibility for yourself. You're not saying, I wish he would move through that line more quickly or I wish this person would collaborate with his coworkers. And you're not saying, I wish this politician wouldn't steal my money or I wish this person pointing a gun at me weren't pointing a gun at me. You're saying that they should. Well, when you say that person pointing the gun, the person is being a real jerk and abusing the power should be different, you're no longer in that space in your mind. When you say, I wish, then you are in that space. You're owning that. That is your impression. See... Think of something that mildly or or moderately annoys you. Think of a specific time and say to yourself that that person should be whatever. You can just fill in the gap, you know. That person should move over to the left lane. Or, you know, that person should hurry up. And if you say it over, over, and over again... You might watch yourself get angrier and angrier. Maybe that's why there's so much road rage, right? So where are you when you are saying what this person should be? Are you in the center of your head? What is happening in your conscience, right? Or what is happening in your heart? Now, kind of shift that around a little bit and say and mean it. Something like, I wish this person wasn't pointing a gun at me. I wish this person would collaborate with his other co-workers. Or I wish this person would move over to the left lane. Now, Now, how's that feel? Where is the part of you that you want to be in the center of your head? What is happening to your heart and your emotions at this time? You know, I I really believe that this is a way to work on uh, you being judgmental or myself when I say you, rather than trying to wash it away in this false sense of sea of love, you know, this emotional status that we have a tendency to carry around. And we have a tendency to cause this formulation of shoulds. And, you know, and, and we just, we build them up our whole lives. But it's the underlying energy. It's not what words or anything else that we use to describe things 
you're having a judgment when you think you know what somebody else should do. And Lord knows that this world is full of judgment and that we are always accusing other people of judging what we say or we do. There's a psychologist, Albert Ellis, and she points out that it isn't things in the external world that make us miserable. They may be painful or unpleasant, but they don't make us miserable. It's our response that makes us miserable. It's, yeah, it's our response that turns us into this misery. And we generate our response with the stories we tell ourselves about the experience. And you may find that in your own life that maybe sometimes you wouldn't really care what other people do, but then you tell yourself a different story and then all of a sudden your emotion changes. So in particular, we use certain formulations that Ellis describes as shoulds, haves, tos, and ought tos. We make ourselves angry by telling ourselves that someone should treat us with respect or telling ourselves that we have to make that next light while it's green or a co-worker ought to be working harder or maybe that woman at, at the cashier should get done and make the line move closer to us. But sometimes we don't know how to motivate ourselves or respond to people whose actions we don't like without using our shoulds. Then to us, the most effective way of transforming people seems to be by jumping out of our body and into their space. This is where we start making those comments and judgments. You know, there's a subtle logical mistake in all of these that we end up losing when we say should and we should have or have to is a certain richness of our, of our experience. We end up narrowing down this experience. We alienate ourselves and we work ourselves up into anger. It brings us into fear and drags us down into depression. So if you think, well, I'm shooting this person, it's not a minor or even a private thing. What it's doing to me in some other totally unexpected direction is that it diminishes my joy in life as well as the other people's enjoyment of being with me. And what is so remarkable about this particular approach to judgmentalness is it allows you to have preferences. You'll still have resentment, anger, and all the negative emotions. The difference is you won't stoke them with your many shoulds or, or the have-tos and oughts. So clearing these things is a way to get to your own better mental health. 
you know, and as I sit and I thought about this, you know, the last couple of weeks, you know, I think there's a huge difference between your pain and what other people should should be doing. You can start to remove specific anger or resentment dramas from your life. You know, I, I can imagine the time will come when I can notice people who are moving more slowly through, you know, the car wash or the supermarket checkout lines than I wish that they were getting ang- getting through there without myself getting angry, right? And getting annoyed or frustrated about people. And, you know... As I think about this, and I look back, you know, I get much less angry than I used to. I still get some somewhat annoyed. You know, what's that person in front of me costing me, but maybe 45 seconds or a minute? What am I going to do? I'm just going to get up, get back and unpack my groceries or, you know, or find another chore to do. So what's the big deal? You know, I'm not in a hurry to get back to my house. Maybe it'd be inconvenient if I don't get back to my house. (laughs) You know, it's just, what's it costing me? Life's going to go on if I'm 45 seconds late or if I'm five minutes late. And it also won't be because of that 45 seconds that that person was taking for her time of socializing for that day. So if I just thought about it and stopped stoking my anger and my frustration with these shoulds, maybe I'd be more okay with that person, especially if I, if I start to ground and stop blowing up these big pictures in my mind. You know, shoulds and ought tos are generated by people's energies. And this is something important to think about. You know, that doesn't mean you're not responsible for when you should on yourself or you should on other people. Everything that happens in your space, you're responsible for. And that is something to remember. And maybe even especially if it is somebody else's energy. So perhaps you should sit back and ask yourself, whose should is that? Once you clear that out of your space, then you might say something like, Why do I want to go to work? And then you might say, well, I don't really want to go to work in the way I want to eat my favorite favorite cookie. However, when I sit and I think through the consequences of not going to work, and when I consider all the alternatives and taking the day off, or even dropping this job, and doing something else full-time or whatever, I think I'll decide to go to work today even though I'm tired and irritated and frustrated. 
And it's not like I wish I could take the day off because you always could. But it's more like I wish I felt more comfortable. So you, you can see how the difference is there. You know, um, the mindset that you put into the questioning. And it's important that you understand every should that you use work better as a preference and a want if you use it that way, if that makes sense to you. So how do you get up in the morning without a should to push you through your resistance to do something? Like I should get up and go to work. So how can you change that around so you're not using that type of energy? Well, if if you're molding yourselves with shoulds, that may be expedient for the moment. But it is not a good long-term strategy because that's someone else's energy. If it's worth doing, you could take your time, clear your space, and find a way to motivate yourself to do it with your own energy. Then you're not saying, I should get up and go to work. You might be saying, I want to get up and go to work. Or, if I get up and go to work, then I'll have the money to put toward my new car. You have a different type of energy that goes into it. Not the energy that comes from a supervisor or it's something that we should do because it's the right thing to do according to whoever. You know, I have kids, so say your kids are not cleaning the room. Now you have to sit down and decide, based on your wish, what you're going to do about their not cleaning their room. If you're going to deal with this type of situation, you have to deal with it by not getting angry or frustrated, but by taking responsibility for your emotions and deciding, how big is this to me? How skillful am I at communicating this? Is this something I could talk with them about right now? Or are they going through a crisis? Or is this the 15th crisis they're going through this week? You know, and do I want to talk about it even though they are going through this crisis? So you could do all these things instead of just raging about how they should do do this, you know, cleaning their room. So if you stop frustrating about how they should do it, and you stay in touch with your emotion about how you don't like it when they don't, then your only choice you have to make is decide, what do I want to do about it? Because you, and not just what do you want to do about it. I'm thinking 
why why are you so worried about it you know what is it that's causing you to use this should you know why should it be clean and everybody has their reasons you know it it creates discipline and um it teaches you how to be a responsible person in the world or you could think of other reasons but um you really need to think about why you are using that should so maybe you should create something and to start to clear that energy out of that should that isn't yours you could make a gauge you could do a gauge like what percentage of that energy in that should is yours then just start to clear that energy that is not yours you know send it back to the people where it came from if you don't know where it comes from then give it to some something else you know throw it out to the sun throw it out into the you know ground it into the earth or something you know if you if you like to meditate and you know what I'm talking about there just do your grounding and meditate on it and just give it back to the earth let the earth take care of it but if you find that, that energy of this is yours create destroy that so you can bring a should you may have learned when you were two years old in current time. You know, why are you using shoulds from when you were two years old? You know, it's not necessary. It'll probably change the quality to be a preference rather than a should when you sit down and you look at it. And if it doesn't, it's probably some some type of contract that you haven't tracked that's refilling your should with someone else's energy. You know, has somebody else brought this into your life, you know? So why are you using it? You don't own that contract. You know, so don't let somebody else throw it onto you. You know, you can call that like the karma effect right there. <laughs> this is, you know... So clear them out. You know, it, it could take a couple of days, it could take a couple of weeks, it could take a couple of months. But to sit down and think the way you are thinking things out, and if you're using shoulds and have-tos and ought-tos, clear them out. Sit down and actually think about it and get rid of them. And see what happens when you go to sleep and you wake up. You may see that you're more resilient and you're more joyful and you're really loving yourself more. You know, when you wake up, your energy's going to be risen. Um, and your overall assimilation of the earlier day's experiences will be better. Your prior day or week experience is going to be better. It's going to affect you profoundly. You know, and it's going to give you a higher capacity in life. Because you can remove these things. But there is a catch to it. 
you can only remove something if you're willing to have it removed. And a lot of times we're not. You don't think about it, not really. You might want to remove a judgment that you have about certain kinds of people, but you still have that judgment if you, I don't know, have a secret that you hold on to about your shoulds, you know, so as these unfold, you don't necessarily know every should that you're carrying, so get rid of them, make sure you want to get rid of them. You know, one of the ways that we use our shoulds is in a vain attempt to punish another person. <laughs> Think about it. If if you find yourself thinking, oh my, things will never change unless humans decide that people should do this and they stand up to these terrible people who aren't. You know, we see that a lot today with people pushing ideals around. You know, you should believe this or you shouldn't believe that. You know, and you might not think like that, but that really is a, it's a covert form of punishing other people. You know, and I don't think it's so obvious why it is, but if you track it when, you, when you're shooting somebody, you'll see that you're really sneakily trying to punish them. That's another time where you can just sit down and think about what's on your mind and on your heart when you're doing this. You say, oh my, if I stop saying he should cooperate with his co-workers, he'll never change. Then you could just think that the magical thinking is, if I grit my teeth and say over and over again, he should collaborate. He should collaborate. That's going to change him. No. It doesn't work that way. You can wish it all you want to. But you can't shoot it on them. You know, and there's no need for us to be, you know, punishing people like that. Uh, we don't need to be feeding into some sort of stuff that we are hurting people like that. So, and if you if you think that the business of humanity is to learn how to be a kind and generous, and then you start demonizing people who aren't kind and generous, then you're kind of missing the point. You know, when we start saying people should be like this and that, that's exactly what we're doing. So I, I would suggest that a lot of stories that we hear, stories of science or stories of you create your own reality, they easily get into control stories, which increase a, a type of polar, polarity and resistance. And it's not always that they do, but they can. You think you believe may all beings have happiness. But you are saying under your breath, accept him. 
Well, if I'm truly saying may all people have happiness, that even applies to him, then I could say may they be free from suffering. And that's the same thing. I might like to punish him, but that isn't really consistent with what this thing is I know that really works and can be done authentically. So maybe I could change my words and say, may they find the joy that knows no suffering. You know, we could find other ways to say things and to do things. And if we really want to value human life, you know, we maybe we shouldn't say, may they be free from ignorance in, in a should type of way. <clears throat> but then I'm getting into things that maybe, unless you like to study a lot of this stuff, um, it would get confusing or maybe you wouldn't care about. You know, I was thinking the other day, one of the reasons why people stay with shooting on themselves or other people is that their belief that that's the only way you can motivate people. You should do this. You should do that. And I believe that one, that's one reason why society isn't ready to let go of their, sh their should-haves or should-tos or whatever. And I really do agree with that. This society at large isn't ready to let go of you should or they should or you ought to. But my question is, are you? I know I, I would like to. I think that we have seen at least one society that did it successfully about something that was vitally important. But it, it required somebody with the charisma of Nelson Mandela, as you say, with his truth, um, I guess you could say his truth commissioned something more than a punishment. And we know societies can do it, and so we can aspire to that. But we can aspire to that by beginning with ourselves. And that's my whole point of a lot of things is to look inside and what is it that we really truly desire and want and need in our own lives. And how can we do that and put it out to the rest of the world? So that way we could say, let there be peace on earth. And let it begin with you. <laughs> you know, no prep, no pressure there. I'm not asking you to make peace on earth, but make peace with yourself. And that goes back to the poem that forgive yourself at the beginning of this podcast. 
you know, forgive yourself. Once you forgive yourself, you can begin to forgive others. And we would not should on them. And when we forget of ourselves, we will not should on ourselves as well. So I think that's as far as I'm going to go with this today. Um, without boring you too much more. So don't shit on yourself. Don't do things because you've been told you ought to or you have to. Do not use other people's energies in your life. Use your own. Clear them out. You know, it's one of the main points is just clear it out. Learn how to meditate. I've mentioned that before. And take these energies and just put them back into the ground. Put them back into Mother Earth where she can use them and revert them over. Raise your energy. Listen to music. Jump around. Dance. Whatever you like to do. And raise your energies and get rid of those shoulds. So, folks, don't should on yourselves. And thank you for listening. It is a better life.